Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. Every two weeks, we post podcast versions of one of our free training videos, or you can access our videos now at beyondordinarywomen.org. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Kay Daigle of Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to this podcast video. Today, my special guest is Carrie Steinbeck. She is the director of women's ministry at Park City's Presbyterian Church here in Dallas, Texas. And she is going to talk about dealing with loneliness. We've already had two episodes of this where we talked about uh, various aspects of the types of loneliness that you can have, the causes of loneliness. We also talked about how God can meet you in the midst of that in our last episode. And in this one, we're going to talk about growing because of it, because of that loneliness, growing as a leader. Mm -hmm. So Carrie, as we think about growing through our loneliness, how how do we incorporate that into how we deal with that in a practical sense? How is that part of our dealing with our loneliness? Well, that's a great question, and when I was on my sabbatical, I really had to think about that. Um, and this is what I think. I think that if you, let me say this, if you don't deal with it, that some of the pitfalls that can start happening is that you can get into self-pity, and that maybe like Elijah that we talked about in the last episode, you go, I'm the only one. And, um, and in that, you, you start using your ministry platforms to fill your own needs instead of letting the Lord lead and let him work in and through you. So I think there's some real pitfalls there. Um, so the things that you can do practically first, have some women around you that you can talk to who do similar ministry as you do. And that's so important that you can pick up the phone, that you can go visit them, and you have to make time for that. I think that's really important. A second thing is have your own group of women friends, intimate friends around you that you can really pour your heart out to. It could be some men, but just for me, it's some good women friends that I can say, okay, I'm really tanking here. Can we go do something? And you can't do that on your own. I think that's vital. And then third is make time for solitude with the Lord by yourself. And of course, that's often in the mornings with God. That's what works best for me and time with Him in the Word, and journaling, and listening. Sometimes people do it better at night. Um, And then this is a little bit more challenging, but I think every person in ministry does need to have a habit of going on silent retreats. Not, Not to read books, not to write goals, make things list about ministry, but to be with the Lord, to open His Word. What does He have to talk to you about? What does He want to say? To be open to that and to listen listen and pray and pray and journal about that. I think we get so caught up in the doing and the hurry and the busyness that we don't even realize that we can subtly be losing our own connection with God. And when we have that in solitude, as Elizabeth Elliot says, then we can turn that into prayer and deal with our loneliness without getting self-centered. Okay, let me go back to one of your items on there where you talked about having friends around you, having other people Mm -hmm. in ministry. Mm How do you balance that with the fact that there are things you really can't talk to other people about in ministry because um, it either could be confidential or it could be something happening on your staff that you can't share with anybody else 
or it could just be that you might cause another person to be upset at someone else mm -hmm. or a situation and you're you don't need to to upset other people right well first of all let me say that is what ministry is all about it is and it's it, it's very lonely and so and so so you're saying talk to people but I want to dig into that mm -hmm. just a little bit more because mm -hmm. how do you do that without falling into the traps of sort of gossiping about what's right. going on? Right. Well, I there's several things. I think just recently I have something that I need to talk to someone about, and and it's, I've decided it's only our pastor. I need to go talk to him. And after praying and praying and talking, in fact, I'm going to talk to him this afternoon. He's like, Lord, what do you want me to say? How much is it? And, and I, at, over the past few days, as I've prayed and listened to the Lord, it's getting a little bit more clear what I should say. But I, in this conversation, I'm not going to talk to anybody else about it. This is just for He and I. Mm -hmm. At other times, um, I do think that, that in my case, um, I have loved having two women in our, within our church that are trust as godly wisdom for me that God has provided. And I know they won't say anything to anybody else. I know that they will tell me truth and that they will not just let me hear what I want to hear. And they'll speak. It doesn't feel like gossip. I just need to get it out. I need to see what wisdom really is and what, what it sounds like to someone else who walks with God. So I think it's all right for it to be someone within your church. But you have to really be careful and cautious with that. And then last, I think it's really important to have people that you can talk to. Again, just one does the trick. doesn't have to be more than one, but it can be, who is not in your circle, that they don't know the people, that they're, they're not biased, and then they can really be focused on, is your heart right? And then how can we talk and look at God's wisdom through this? So that's kind of what I do. It, what do you think about that, Kat? No, No, I, t I totally agree because I know there have been situations where I sought out mm -hmm. other women doing mm -hmm. similar ministries mm -hmm. or not in my church that mm -hmm. I could actually talk to mm -hmm. because because you journal about it, you pray about it, and it's still just so in your heart that right. you feel like I need to talk right. to somebody, I need to get some wisdom, and mm -hmm. and so you you need to find those people mm -hmm. somewhere mm -hmm. and people that you trust, like you said. It's not that there's not that there, it's impossible to talk to somebody in your church. You would just need to be real careful right. who it would be exactly. because you don't want to cause a problem for them. Then that they're like, okay, now who can I tell right. now that I'm upset right. too? Or uncomfortable <laughs> around those people yeah. now. Yeah, they start taking sides. I mean, it could be divisive. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. it really could. Mm -hmm. So I think I think that's very wise. And I just wanted mm -hmm. to kind of delve into yeah, that a little bit more. Me. But I totally agree with you that taking home with the Lord, you would do first before mm -hmm. you... Decided to go outside of that to share, and and often we don't go to the person that's, that we really need to talk to about it. We just want to talk to somebody else, and so sometimes that's the thing to do is go to the very person that, that you're, you're having it. struggling right, with, right. and yeah. then we we. But when you're carrying it in the in between time, it's lonely. It is. It's very it's lonely. lonely. It's, it's very lonely. So those are great. Um, what? Lessons have you learned from your loneliness? We're talking about learning and growing from it. What did you learn in your times of loneliness? Well, I think, and it's a good segue from what you just said, is that it is very normal to normalize it that we're going to be lonely in leadership. That is a normal pattern of it. But what the, my best article that I read on my sabbatical about loneliness was very short. 
but the woman said her passage is that leadership is lonely because it should be. And she bases it on the scripture because he must increase while I decrease. And that principle has helped me tremendously in that the more that I want to be with people who are hurting or need things or something going on, the more story's not being heard, which, but that is good. Mm -hmm. As we enter into the lives of others, let my Christ-likeness, because of not thinking about myself, be a good present listener of love and Christ's love to that other. You know, recently I was preparing for a talk and, and I was going to set aside a day to work on it as we do in ministry. And, and a, a person, a, a young man who was facing making the decision for his last family member had to make the decision to take his uh, sister off of life support in the hospital. And he asked if I would be with him on that very day that he had to make the decision and take her off of the machines. So I willingly said yes and trusting God with that, but I found myself having to talk to him and encourage him that even though he was letting go of his last family member, that God would be his father and the people of God would be his family that lasts for all eternity and he could trust this with the Lord. And the reason that was so hard for me is because I'm facing, I'm single and my mother, who's my best friend, is my last parent still living, has congestive heart failure. And so I was carrying that in my heart, is that she's going to not be with me that much longer. And will I be able to say goodbye to her and trust the Lord without having my family in place that I always thought I found my comfort in? And so loneliness is, can't be filled by anything for the long term but Jesus, and His grace will get us there. But I think that as we minister to others and in this lesson that God gave me, it's like, you have to trust me, Carrie, because if you don't, you can't fully talk to others about their own loneliness. And God's so gracious to push me and to hold me as I hold my loneliness and talk to others about theirs. It's a powerful, it's a beautiful thing. And he did have to, I just talked to him yesterday, and he did have to say goodbye to his sister. And he's still lonely but he's trusting God that he has a purpose for him that he could never imagine. He's just waiting on God in that, which we all are. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, those are wonderful stories, Carrie. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, it's been a good one. And thank you just for being here with us and sharing all that you've learned about loneliness and things that will be very encouraging and helpful, I know, to women out there who are leading in some, mm -hmm. in some way. So we thank you for joining us. You can find other videos to help you in your leadership journey on beyondordinarywomen.org. And we also have podcasts of all of our, um, all of this particular series of videos. And we're, we continue to add podcasts as well. And you can find all of that on our website. We'd love to hear from you. If you have questions, if you, if you want us to get in touch with Carrie, we will do it for you. So just let us know. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.